Blog Talk Radio. Calling all men. It's now your time for your show with your coach, the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Relax, be heard, and be understood. It's a show where men can be men. Now here's the coach who has your back, Linda Gross. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am energized and ready to tell you about today's show. We're going to be talking about going from mom's basement to Beverly Hills. Okay, so maybe you don't want to be an entrepreneur, but that being said, you still need to know how sales work. My guest, motivational speaker, Austin Uliano, is going to show you why you should care about this topic. Austin is a revolutionary marketing expert who went from being homeless to being seen on Forbes, Business Insider, and Social Media Today for his exceptional skills on social media. Austin helps public figures as well as individuals build their personal brands. He does so by his unique branding methods and by using marketing disruptors. So, are you worried about your next paycheck? Are you worried about how exorbitant food and gas prices will affect you and your family? Well, Austin's going to dial it all in for you so you can get solid with your future. So let's welcome to our show, Austin. Thanks for coming on board today. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. By the way, listeners, um, if you want to call in on this topic, we're talking about being an entrepreneur, and we'll also talk about, hey, maybe you're a truck driver and you have no interest in being an entrepreneur, but you know what? You still need to learn these skills as well. So a couple of different ways you can contact us. You can call um, Right, dial in 323-642-1677, or you can use our chat line. I'll be looking for you. That's right here, blogtalkradio.com, blogtalkradio.com, forward slash DT Linda Gross, forward slash DT Linda Gross. All righty. So, you know, we were talking a little bit offline about why everyone needs to invest in personal branding. So, you know, they could be driving a truck or a bus or whatever or have a basic nine-to-five job, and they're, they're going to say, oh, Linda, I don't need this topic. Let's tell them, let's school them why they do need this topic and how it can apply to their job even. Sure. The, the easiest way to recognize this is, at some point in time in your life, you're going to go for another job. And when that happens, you are going to be vetted against 100, 200, or more people. Uh, let's be real. The job market is extremely competitive. And not only do you have to have you know, 
your credentials and your resume and all of those things, but every single one of those hiring managers are going to do a Google search on your name. They're going to go through your social media profiles if they can find you. They're going to try and see if you've had any recognition or press. And being able to create what they see and kind of put out there how you want to be known is insanely powerful. And it really isn't that difficult. For example, every single person can go and get theirname.com. Now, I understand if you have something like John Smith, it's going to be a little bit harder and you had to put a little bit more work in. But if you go to my website, A-U-S-T-I-N-I-U-L-I-A-N-O, that's my name. Nobody else has it. And every single one of my social media profiles comes on the first page. Uh, Every press mention I've ever had comes on the second, the third, the fourth page. And if I am looking to get hired, somebody can do their due diligence and see who I am. But then it goes a little bit further than that. If you really want to like build your name and your reputation just to get hired, just to put yourself as an expert, you could take a single social media like LinkedIn and start publishing articles on LinkedIn showcasing your expertise. And that's going to attract attention and you're going to get opportunities from that. So Whether or not you're trying to like make sales and grow a business, investing in how people see you is insanely important. There's a reason why we buy nice suits and we get our hair cut and we, you know, make ourselves look presentable. It's because we're trying to instill a first impression on people, and that's where personal branding starts. So I think what you're trying to say is to go public. Because that way people get an opportunity to see how do you write, how do you talk, what do you visually look like, what's your pacing, you know, I mean, so they get kind of a sense of who you are. Absolutely. Right? So it's, it's a part of your personality that you want to share to hiring managers or perhaps even your own manager when you're, you know, going for that, that annual review. You want to put your best foot forward. Absolutely. And you can be introverted and still do a great job at this. Uh, There's a theory that Google uses, which they say create in public. So if you're going to create an app or something like that because you have an interest in it, documenting the process and sharing it with the Internet is a really powerful way of creating something, getting some users, and creating a case study for yourself. Now, if you – really like programming, but you're a truck driver, so you're just doing it on the side, by making a little side project, documenting it, and creating a little case study for yourself of, look at this thing I picked up on the side and did, I did, can bring you so many opportunities that I can't articulate all of them. It, it's just magical what happens when the internet gets behind your cool little creation. Now, um, I'm going to jump ahead here. You were talking just a moment ago about case study. And when I was doing a little research on you, I came upon um, this hot sauce that you had put together, this hot sauce quick little vid that, that, that went out, I think, on TikTok. So tell our audience the hows and the whys and what was what was that supposed to accomplish? Sure. So I think what you're referencing is an article on Forbes. And basically, it was talking about how to leverage TikTok for business. And I have been on every emerging social media platform. I got started in the live streaming 
space. On my first live stream, I had 3,000 concurrent people watching me. This was because, before Facebook Live became popular and whatnot. So on TikTok, one of the more effective ways I found people to use the platform uh, is literally showcasing the process of how people do or make things. So for the example I used was this TikTok brand, uh, not TikTok brand, excuse me, was a hot sauce brand on TikTok. And they just made this video that was so captivating. They showed the process of roasting the peppers and breaking them down, adding all the ingredients together, you know, making this thing and pouring it into the cups. And at the very end, the last second, they spin the label around and you saw the brand's name. I was 100% captivated through this entire, I don't know, maybe 15-second video. And it's a perfect example of how content can be used to sell just about anything. If you make interesting content, if you make captivating content, you're going to naturally sell that product. I went and I bought that hot sauce as soon as I saw that, and it was amazing. I threw out the bottle, so I forget the name of it now, but just the, the sheer act of creating that sort of content and investing in these emerging platforms gives you such a massive edge. I think it was called Bearded Dragon Hot Sauce. That's it. So check yes, that thank out. You. Bearded Dragon. So basically, you're taking a very old idea, which is called – uh, show them how sausage is made yep. and putting a new twist to it. Like if you're really, really good at something, if you're really good at those guitar chords or that golf swing or whatever it happens to be, show them how the sausage is made. Yes. <laughs> and that shows a different side of your personality or, or it will enhance the side that you want to promote to the world. And more so than that, you can literally make a nice passive revenue. If you know how to do something extremely well and you're able to break that down into actionable steps and teach others how to do it, there are places like Skillshare, which promote every single YouTuber on the marketplace, where if you create a course, you can make a nice little passive revenue stream just by having that up there. And while you, it might not be a huge amount of money, you might only make 100 to $500 a month, that can be massive because that can pay for your groceries. That can you know, have a nice little nest egg. You can invest that in the stock market or whatever you want to do with it or just take your significant other out to dinner. Gotcha. All right, let's uh, back up a moment. Why should people listen to you? Tell us a little bit about your background story. You ended up on your mom's couch in her basement. Like, and then, <laughs> you know, now you're currently living in Beverly Hills. Tell us a little bit about why they should listen to you. Sure. Uh, hopefully this is the reason why. I went from homeless sleeping out of my car with nothing to my name to one of the fastest growing live streaming influencers and eventually to Beverly Hills. Uh, before that, I ran a marketing business in a little tiny town in upstate New York, did really well for a little bit, but being young, stupid, I made terrible mistakes and I lost everything. And I had this pivotal moment in my life when I realized like, okay, the safe and smart decision would be to pack up what little belongings I had, move back into my mom's house, sleep in her basement, you know, and, and like rebuild myself, go get a nine to five. And while that would have probably been safe and smart, I knew internally that I was going to slowly die and rot away. And I was like, I can't do that. 
And I have personally learned that there's this little barometer inside of myself that says, what is the scariest decision you could possibly make, Austin? And when I start listening to that and I get real with myself, I learn that if I follow that decision, it leads me to some insanely amazing places. It's going to be difficult for sure. And for me, that first decision was driving down to New York City, which was about five hours away from where I currently was, with no prospects, no money, no opportunities, no place to sleep, and figure out how to make it. Because as the saying goes, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. And mm-hmm. for months, I slept out of my car. Uh, I had like the little stuff on my windows so nobody could see me. And every morning I'd wake up, I would shower at the YMCA, I would go to the Starbucks, and I would sit there and I was trying to make something happen. And one day, live streaming came out. I was always in the social media space, so I heard about this thing. And my first live stream, I had 3,000 people watching me, which blew my mind. I went, why are there this many people watching me and talking to me and engaging with me? This is insane. And from there, I continued getting into the live streaming space, and I learned a really key lesson. Being homeless one of the things I was talking about was business because it was one of the subjects I know and I was interested in. And I had that imposter syndrome happening and I was going, why is anybody listening to me talk about business as I'm a failed business owner, I'm sleeping out of my car. So again, that little thing inside of me said, what is the scariest thing you can do, Austin? I went, oh, that scariest thing is me telling the truth, me telling the entire world, this little audience that I've built up, what I've actually gone through and where I actually am. And I may lose everything that I've built, which was my first little inklings of potentially fixing my situation. Uh So I decided to do that. And instead of losing everything, I gained everything. I gained integrity. And people respected the fact that I wasn't trying to be more than what I actually was. And I was telling the truth. And integrity is the most important aspect to marketing and sales. You will you will combat any objection if you are coming from a place of integrity and you can communicate that. If your prospective customers, if your prospective employers realize you are a person of integrity, you do what you're going to say, and you don't try and be more than what you currently are, people respect that. And I just blew up from there. I was able to work with uh, startups that were social media startups like Periscope and Snapchat and like all these amazing places. I've been able to speak on stage and just radically and fundamentally change my entire life. So you may want to listen to me. There's a million people out there who have amazing things to say. I just hope I can bring you some value and earn that listening time. So what do you think it was about those 3,000 listeners, about that live stream that made so many people tune in? Like if you were to coach somebody else, let's say you got a client from from this show or what have you, what would you say? What was the magic ingredient that made that happen? Luck. Like let's be real. (laughs) Luck is real. Yeah. why, why I got so many people paying attention to me is because when the app premiered, it was at South by Southwest, which is this massive conference down in Texas. And everybody in South by Southwest was downloading the app and trying to go live. And their internet couldn't handle that many people trying to live stream. And me, 
who was in Los Angeles or was in New York City uh, in a Starbucks. I didn't have anybody competing for the bandwidth. And so mine was a stable connection. So people wanted to tune in and see what this thing was about. And I naturally got promoted to the top because I just had so many people staying on. So there is a bit of luck that has to happen when it comes to these things. But really the other part behind that was I was willing to jump into the unknown and try a new mechanism, a new medium without any guidance. And because I was willing to do that, I had that first mover advantage, which is extremely important. Gotcha. I am listening to uh, Bethany Frankel. She has a brand new podcast out. And she put her name on the map by selling her product to Seagram's. So it was the first product ever uh, for a liquor to be marketed to women. So a normal margarita is in the, is in the area of like six to 800 calories per glass. And she invented a 100 calorie margarita. And she ended up selling this it's called Skinny Girl Margarita. She ended up selling it. Anyway, she now has a podcast and she interviews all these entrepreneurs, all these rags to riches story type guys. And the, the, the one question that she always asks at the end of the show is, is it talent or luck that brought you to your level of success? And of course, they don't know that they're going to be asked this question. um, But every single one of those guests say the answer is luck, (laughs) if you can imagine. So if you say, well, Linda, you know, luck is luck. We can't control luck. It's just something that falls from the sky or whatever. Well, You can't really control luck, but I think the two key ingredients that you do have control over will put you in the right place to have the luck, and that is preparation and persistence. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yes, it takes luck, but you can kind of force your luck. (laughs) the The way I imagine it is almost like a game of baseball. You're the pitcher, and you get to throw the ball. The the universe, God, however you want to describe it, luck is the batter. The more balls you throw at that um, batter, the more opportunities the universe, God, luck has a chance to knock and hit you a home run or hit a second base, you know, whatever it is. So the goal is to create and put something out there as fast as possible of a quality that is about 80%. If you hit that 80% benchmark, you put something out there, you jump in, you're going to have more success than if you never do anything or if you wait for perfection and go, this has to be perfect 100% of the time. There's an amazing book called Lean Startup. It is the Bible when it comes to the startup world, and it really it works for anybody. And they have this basic model, which says you create something and you put it out there not the most perfect solution, but a minimum viable product, the quickest, cheapest, dirtiest solution you can get. And you get feedback from the users on how they use that thing. What's the problem? What's working? And using that information, you reiterate and put a new product out that's just a little bit better. And by doing that again and again and again, you end up creating a really solid product, offer, service, whatever it may be that wows the customer. 
Gotcha. All right, listeners, if you've just tuned in, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show. We're on with my special guest today. Um, he is Austin Uliano. Austin Uliano. I know it's a hard name to spell, but just go to the Blog Talk Radio window, um, click on his link, and it'll take you right to his web page. He also has a YouTube page. Um, his IG is Austin uh, Uliano. Make that happen. Contact him and uh, take it from there. So when we come back from the – we're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about three fundamental skills that everyone needs to know. So you can apply these skills for if you want to do a startup or if you already have an employer and you want to go for that promotion or that raise or that project or whatever it is you're pitching to them. So you'll need to learn these skills. All right. Um, and write down this number. If you don't already have it pre-programmed in your phone, 323-642-1677. Again, that number is 323-642-1677 or hit me up on the chat line, blogtalkradio.com, blogtalkradio.com, D, forward slash DT, Linda Gross, forward slash DT, Linda Gross. We're going to catch you right back after the break. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, real truth about women that will change your life forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show. We are on with my special guest today, Austin Uliano. You will want to contact him. In fact, uh, Austin, I'm going to let you spell your name. Uh, but if you um, are not near 
you know, your phone or whatever to write the name, you can check it out. The, go to the link on Facebook, go to the link on IG, Twitter, uh, on my, of course, on my blog talk radio. That link is there. So, um, Austin, welcome back to the show. Go ahead and spell your name for the folks, please. Sure. It's Austin, A-U-S-T-I-N, Juliano, I-U-L-I-A-N-O. Or you could go into Google and just search Social Media Consultant Los Angeles, and I will pop up with my Google My Business, and that's an easy way to find me also. So, huh. Yeah. Like that. All right. I like the shortcuts. <laughs> Love the shortcuts. Uh-huh. All right. So I need you guys to call in on this topic, 323-642-1677. 323-642-1677. So let's uh, dive into some skills, three skills that everyone needs to know, and they can apply them either to their current employer or if they are thinking about venturing out and doing a startup, what do they need to know, Austin? I think three fundamental skills that everybody should learn just at least a little bit are marketing, sales, and public speaking. Because at the end of the day, sales is literally everything we do. If you're trying to get a job or if you're trying to grow a business, you have to understand how to do sales. And now most people think sales is, you know, the always be closing, the hard like you have to make a decision right now. It's the worst type of sales you can possibly do. Sales is more matchmaking. It's more asking questions like you're on a date with a woman and trying to learn if you are the right fit. And the more you learn how to sit back and listen and ask questions and go deeper and build a relationship with a potential customer or potential employer, you're going to do much better. Now, there's plenty of resources out there that you can learn sales and practice it. And I highly recommend you go check those out. The, YouTube is a great resource. The second thing is marketing, learning how to captivate attention and maintain that attention is the world we live in right now. There's a reason why people talk about the attention economy, learning how to create YouTube videos that have 40 to 50 to 60% retention on every single piece of content you put out there is such a valuable skill and people will pay thousands of dollars for that. Learning how to write direct sales copy that grabs somebody's attention and takes them through the process of being a person who doesn't know who you are to knowing, liking, and trusting that you are going to provide this amazing solution to their problem is super important. And then the third is public speaking, because at the end of the day, you know, you have to get up and do a, uh, a report, you know, uh, or talk on a live radio and not sound completely crazy or, you know, have an interview. Public speaking is such a powerful skill. And if that's something you're interested in, there's an organization called Toastmasters, which is probably one of the best resources for anybody here in Los Angeles or actually the world. It's a worldwide organization where people go and they train on being better public speakers and communicators. It's insanely inexpensive too. So those are the three fundamental skills. I love talking about them. I love talking about various marketing strategies. So if you have a business or you're thinking about one, call in 
and ask me, and let's build a strategy right here on the radio. I'm happy to put myself to the fire and uh, do something fun and creative for you. Awesome. All right. With regard to grabbing attention, if you don't know what that looks like, looks like for yourself, what I would say is go online and see what grabs your attention and see if you can copycat them, their technique or their delivery or their pacing or their timing or whatever it is that caught your eye until you come up with your own strategy with what works for you. So there's no harm in mirroring something that's grabbing your attention. Good place to start, I think. Absolutely. One of the best strategies you can do is if you're, like, say, trying to create a YouTube channel, go onto your homepage of YouTube and look at what is right there at the very top, what thumbnails are there, and what about those thumbnails stick out. What are the titles of the various article or the videos you're watching? And try and imply that logic of what are these other people doing that I can take for myself. You'll naturally start to improve if you just start taking that analytical approach to something like a YouTube thumbnail. But it doesn't even have to be that. We all have about 100,000 emails in our inbox at any given time. Look at the emails that you are opening, not the ones from your boss that are telling you what you need Mm -hmm. to do, but all those promotion emails that you get sent. What what headlines are grabbing your attention? Pay attention to that. What I do is I actually have a folder on my computer of various things that have grabbed my attention that I can use for creative inspiration. Learning this, uh, getting this mindset of how do I capture attention is such a powerful skill set to cultivate that you will never lose it once you kind of start mastering this skill. Absolutely. And then with regard to public speaking, you mentioned Toastmasters, which is a great place to start. But what I like one step better than that is go on YouTube because YouTube is two-way communication, that not only are you sending out a message, but you're receiving something back. You're receiving engagement. could be Facebook Live, could be any of those, you know, TikTok Live, whatever. Um, but, but you want to have engagement. You want to have it be two-way. So it's not just a matter of speaking. You want to see You know, are they liking, are they commenting, are they booing? Like, what are they doing? You (laughs) want interaction with the the other person. And some of these platforms allow you to see, you know, exactly what's going on. Like you were saying, the 3,000 people, like, you know, you not only saw probably who they were, but what the numbers were. So I love that because it kind of gives you the temperature on whatever you're doing is working or maybe it's not working. And you can tweak it from there. Absolutely. And something you'll find, the more you create for content and the more you start looking at analytics, you start learning how to read the story that is in the analytics. And it's really fun once you do that because you can start making these assumptions and testing these assumptions and hypothesis just like you would with the scientific method. And you go, okay, on my last video, I had a drop of about 60% within the first 15 seconds. Mm. Okay, what does this tell me? Hmm, 
well, maybe I need to make a little teaser trailer in the beginning that captivates attention that says this is something that is to come. How could I do that? And now you start looking at your editing process and you start getting better at becoming a storyteller, grabbing that attention and hooking that audience and then delivering upon that promise. There is so many great YouTubers out there who talk about this subject that once you start diving in and you start learning about these things, you get really excited by it and your entire what you consume is going to change over. Awesome. Now, I know we were talking offline a little bit about your big, um, you, uh, your big LinkedIn user. And let's say one of our audience members wants to get a hold of a VIP or somebody that's in their industry. Um, you know, how do they grab that person's attention? And you had a really interesting technique, an interesting spin on it. Rather than just writing them, what was your spin, if you'd like to share that with us? Oh, I love it. This is one of my favorite techniques on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is our resumes. And one of the best things you can do is not try and get attention, but try and give attention. And what I mean by that is you can give to somebody else and expect nothing in return, and it's one of the fastest ways of getting on somebody's radar. Uh, all these major influencers, all these big people in your industry, look at them, go through their profile, and first start becoming a power user, a power engager. Respond to the things they're posting and leave thoughtful and engaging comments to their posts. This is naturally going to grab their attention because that's really interesting and people like to see that what they're putting out into the world is getting received. So that's going to start. But then go one level beyond that and find a way to give to them. If you can, get them on a podcast because people love to talk. Or if they have a podcast, bring them a sponsor because podcasters love when sponsors come on and say and get that promotion. Hire them to do work. Maybe have them as your mentor. That's an easy way to get in front of them. Get them a public speaking engagement. When you do something like that and you share and give to those people, you're naturally going to start getting on their radar. And when you then connect with them, say on LinkedIn, you, they're going to accept and then take it one level further. And instead of sending a wall of text trying to sell whatever the thing is you're trying to sell or why you're trying to connect with them, on LinkedIn, if you're on the mobile device and you're in the messages, there's an ability to send a voice message. So send a voice message. Hey, Linda, it's really great to connect with you. My friend, ba 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 ba, said I should get a hold of you. I'd love to learn more about you. You know, here's a little bit about me. I hope you have a great day. Talk to you soon. And that connection there, that personalized human connection is so much more powerful. And when you've given to them this much, they're naturally going to be receptive. I love that idea. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to start using that one myself. I really love it. All right. Um, you have a methodology. It's called Your Four C's. Kind of funny because I, in my book, Mastering Women, I also talk about my four C's, and it's funny how two of the four bullet points are the same in both of our books. Um, so anyway, let's talk about your four C's and what do they mean and how can they apply it? Sure. Uh, I 
wish I had my notes in front of me. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll refresh it if you want. Thank the you. first one is creating content. Creating content, yes, thank you. So when it comes to social media, content is king. And the thing is, there's an easy formula that I want to give to everybody here to try and start separating yourself from everybody else. If you take a look at whatever your industry is, you're going to see a certain style of content that people create. And you know what? Go for it. Continue that style. Continue creating content just like how everybody else is doing. You will never get ahead, but it's still good to create that content just to get the practice in. But then take a look at the type of content you consume, whether it's on YouTube or on a podcast or on blog articles. What is that style of content that is really interesting to you? And then go, what can I steal from that stylistically and apply to my industry or my niche, right? And when you do that, you make this new thing that has never been done or seen before, and it becomes interesting, and now you have that first mover advantage. On top of that, always be looking at what are people searching for. Social media, ever, like people try and designate search engine optimization, Google search, and things like that as something separate, but social media has a bit of search to it. YouTube is the number two search engine in the world, and Trends are really important for signaling to the entire ecosystem what's happening. So if you're paying attention to what trends are happening, you know, like say the Olympics right now are happening and people are talking about Simone Biles. If you can make a piece of content that talks about that, you know, maybe it's about mental health, which is extremely important. Uh, maybe it's about, you know, athleticism and how much pressure people are under and you apply that to something like real estate which is completely out of left field you can create something cool and interesting which also has people searching about the topic and you can hop on those trends and get extra momentum so always be paying attention to that it's like surfing once in a while you'll catch those waves and you'll have that perfect ride but you're going to have to try again and again and again until you get that one wave. So that's the first thing is content. The next C is community. Uh, community is the one thing that will destroy every single algorithm shift that you think is stopping you from being effective. A community doesn't care about the algorithms. It supersedes everything else. Mm-hmm. And by creating a community, by engaging back with the people who are leaving comments by going above and beyond and showing that you care and you build that community up, it's going to compound to an insane level. To give a perfect example of how much a community is worth, there is this amazing group here in LA that has been live streaming their Dungeons and Dragons game for four years. They're called Critical Role. And they wanted to take one of their games and create a Kickstarter and make an animated series and raise $750,000, which is an insane amount of money. Wow. When they launched, their community kicked down the door and not only funded that $750,000, they funded it in less than an hour and then ended up raising over $11 million. Then they got picked up by Amazon for a second series 
so standing the power of caring about your community and giving back to your community will do such magnificent things for yourselves. I, I can't even fathom how much it's done for me. So community is the second one. And I've been talking, I need a drink of water. Tell me the third C that you have too. The third one that I also have is connecting. Yes. Connecting and caring. That's right. that's really where it comes in. So right. I talked about using say the audio message, right? The audio message on LinkedIn works insanely well if you're trying to get in massive with somebody massive, but it also works insanely well if you start having that authority, that influence, and you turn around and you focus it in on your community, on the people who are doing cool and interesting things, highlighting what they're doing, testimonials from clients or case studies of people applying the information. It is so powerful because you create raving fans, those people who will sign up and go to your workshops, who will purchase your products, who will share your articles out. Those three C's alone will do so much for you. Um, so community, caring, content. Man, I'm forgetting my fourth C. Connecting. Connecting. Uh, ah, yeah. yes. Thank you. Um, and then connecting. One of the fun ways of connecting is actually going in and engaging with your community on that deep level, having one-on-one -on -one connections, doing virtual coffees, things along those lines where you're taking time and energy out of your day to engage one-on-one -on -one with somebody that is not scalable. And I understand how difficult this is from being a business owner and you know, doing this myself. Carving out that time though does so much because you end up building such a deep relationship that it turns around tenfold time and time and time again. The reason I'm on the show and I'm talking to you is because we have a mutual connection. And that mutual connection that I've known for years, I've spoken to, uh, he's come to my events, and we have talked a number of times, not exchanging money or anything like that, just having that conversation. And through that connection, he goes, hey, let me get you in contact with Linda because she's amazing. And Linda, you probably received a similar message about me. And Absolutely. And your net work becomes your net worth. The, everybody here there's no such thing as competition. We end up all helping each other. Uh, there is times for competition, but most of the time there's such harmonious relationships that can be built in business that hands down connecting with others is just such a useful thing to do. Awesome. Yes. I, <laughs> I love uh, Rob, by the way. My listeners do know Rob. He's been on my show many times before. Uh, Rob Garcia. Anyway, love him. Love so Rob. He's, he's, he's always, you know, he's a really good connect with you kind of person, which is um, he will often come from the place of what can I do for you? So like you're saying, rather than being the taker, if you can find ways to be the giver, that kind of opens a lot of doors for you as well. There's an organization called BNI, uh, Business Network. I, I don't 
remember exactly. Uh, yeah. But their entire their entire premise is they're a referral business. They're a group that gets together. You learn about each other's business, and you specifically go out there and try and find business for other people. And you do that again and again and again, and you become what is called a go-giver. It was probably the best training I ever received for the social media world because taking that mentality on social media makes everything so much more scalable. And it is a fantastic organization. I highly recommend if somebody's new to business to join one and learn how to give amazing referrals to other people. Awesome. All right, let's shift our attention now to those who do have a seed in them. Maybe they are thinking about a startup or being an entrepreneur. Let's talk a little bit about that. You know, you often hear, uh, you know, you just have to believe in yourself. Well, I think just that is, isn't enough. <laughs> I mean, it's a good start, but it's not enough. It takes a lot of trial and error to sure. finally break through. And I want to give you guys some hope. Um, take Edison. He failed 10,000 times before perfecting the electric light bulb. Colonel Sanders failed 1,009 times before he succeeded. And at the dear age of 65, after running a restaurant for several years, Sanders, Sanders found himself penniless. He retired and received his first Social Security check for $105. But he still wasn't done. There he was, 65 years old, and he kept knocking. He traveled door to door, knocked on houses and restaurants in his area to promote uh, his chicken. So what happened? All he needed was one yes out of a thousand no's, and he got one restaurant to say, yes, we'll partner uh, with you. Um, after a number of years, in 1976, he sold his company for $2 million, but continued on as a spokesperson. And he was known at the time as the world's most recognizable face. Mm -hmm. So more than talent, it's kind of about the survival of the fittest. Now, hopefully you won't need 10,000 tries like Edison or 1,000 tries like Sanders, but you know what? It's just that belief in yourself and back to the preparation and persistence that I was talking about that helps you, you know, get to the next level. So tell our audience members some of your tips on what it takes to be a startup. Sure. So if you're thinking about getting into business, my first thing is I'm going to tell you not to do it willy-nilly. Uh, keep your nine-to-five if you have a nine-to-five. And most successful business owners will tell you don't jump two feet in. It is super, super difficult. You're going to be spending a ton of time doing things you've never even realized you've needed to do. But with that said, the simplest and easiest business to start up uh, or type of business is a service-based business. Can you do something? Can you trade your time for money, right? Can you, are you an amazing graphic designer? Can you write amazing copy? Are you an amazing salesperson? Uh, are you great at connecting people? If you can do something like that, 
you could start a business on the side. Now, the first thing I would say to you is if you've never done anything like this, you're going to work for free, and that's okay. Because what you want to do is you want to get a little bit of your feet wet, kind of learning this thing, and then start building your systems and your processes. So let's say, let's say you are a copywriter and you know you can write direct sales copy. First off, there's some amazing books that you should go pick up and start listening to and, and practicing. The next thing is like going out there and finding people who would be interested. And I'm actually going to give everybody a strategy right here. You can take and you can make $100 to $200 a day using this strategy. If you go and you pick a niche, let's say doctors, right? And you go doctor near me here in Los Angeles. You're going to find on Google tons and tons and tons of doctors, right? You start going through the Google listings and you try and find the, the Google My Businesses that aren't claimed that have not been registered and who aren't ranking high. Those people could use some help. Getting, setting up a Google My Business, insanely easy to do, but most doctors don't do that because they're busy dealing with patients. So grab a screenshot of the fact that they don't have their Google My Business claimed you know, circle it using something like Canva or whatever program you need, and then send them an email and say, hey, doctor, whatever, uh, your Google My Business isn't on here. I can fix this for you at no cost. When you do something for free, now you've gained people's interest. And more than likely, they're going to say, yes, I'm interested in this. You help them solve that. And now you've built a relationship with somebody and then you go and you take a look at their website and you're like, wow, doctor, uh, your website is old and outdated and it's not mobile responsive and it has copy that sucks and I'm a direct sales copywriter. I can fix this for you and it's going to cost X amount. Are you interested? Right? And now you start having a conversation. You've built goodwill because you've done something for free and you can talk about being on a monthly retainer, helping them with their blog articles and their content marketing or whatever it may be. So you could literally take this strategy right now and go execute on it and actually make money. Please do. Like that's super cool if you do and that makes me happy. You could also be doing that while you're working a nine to five to keep yourself secure. So a service-based business is usually the safe, being a relative term, safest business to start up on the side as a freelancer. One, go yeah. ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. No worries. I love, I love the Google My Business model. I think um, maybe there might be a few people in our audience that, do, that don't know what that is. It's kind of like having a Yelp page. So a Yelp page is your local cleaners or the restaurant that you like or, you know, whatever it is, right? And so what, what Austin is recommending is that you go to a doctor or whoever, whomever you're talking, uh, tar trying to target and say, look, let me finish out your Google My Business page. So what that means is go ahead and fill in the address and the directions and the hours and link it to his website and, you know, just all those, you know, throw pictures up there. You know, let's say he specializes in hand surgery or whatever it is, you know, throw up the pictures that go along with his area of expertise. So 
it's kind of like a Yelp page, except it's for professionals. Actually, it could be anything. It could be a brewery. It doesn't have to be a doctor. It could be any type of person that doesn't have one or it's uh, not adequately, pop the fields are not adequately populated. You want to step in and be that go-to person. And once you do a few of these things, you know, maybe you're doing them for free, like Austin said, and then after a while, you'll you know, engage in a bigger project for money, right? Exactly. So it can also still relate to the Google My Business thing. Maybe you could link it to videos or whatever, but those those additional items you're going to charge for. So, yeah, I think it's a great, you know, shoe in the door. Love that. And anybody can do this. It's not difficult. Like my background, I didn't go to school for this. My background is massage therapy. Like I – that's what I trained for, and then I learned this stuff through just tenacity and Googling and YouTube. It has more resources than you can possibly imagine. But understanding the mentality of giving before you try and take and, and doing things with integrity is going to fundamentally push you above everybody else because there are so many people out there, especially like in the marketing and the advertising field, who – are unethical and who will not do what is appropriate because they're working at, you know, raising up their bottom line in business. So, yeah, that's, that's what I got. And a couple of other quick tips for those who want to start a startup. Um, learn off of other people's mistakes and successes. Mm. <laughs> Why reinvent the wheel? Somebody has already done it. You know, kind of pay attention to what, is making them tick or what is not making or not making their business do well, right? Correct. Um, another thing you can do is get a mentor if you can. Again, you're learning off of his or her skills, not your own. That'll that'll uh, you know shorten the time frame. Next, I would say can, I would ahead. say getting a mentor is up there as one of the top things you need to do. Once you get your business up and going, having yeah. somebody who's walked the path before you is going to help you so much. Look at, look at the Olympics. Every single one of those Olympic athletes has a coach who is there helping them along the way. You need somebody who will help you overcome those hurdles, who can guide you, who's walked that path, because having somebody on the outside looking in is just – has fundamentally changed my own business. My mentors are amazing. So, um, There's a recent swimmer this year. What's his name? Caleb something. Caleb mm -hmm. Dressen, or I forget his last name. Anyway, um, his mentor, what is his last name? Dressel. Thank you. <laughs> As they're yelling to me from the background. Um, anyway, his mentor was shoot i'm blanking now what's the name of the guy that won like 26 medals phelps yes michael phelps thank you <laughs> i'm yelling at my husband down down the uh, aisle yep. there uh michael phelps and he's and phelps said look here is my number time of day or night you need assistance on this that however big however small you text me or call me I will be there for you and actually the guy delivered he actually was there 
for him. So, you know, how do I make that turn or what, you know, like that one race that he wasn't going to win, he just said, F it, bud. I'm holding my breath and I'm not going to come. I think it was only like a 50 meter race or whatever. He says, I'm holding my breath because I want to win the gold. And he swam the whole thing underwater without taking a breath. It's like, oh my God, you go, Caleb. So yeah, getting a mentor is all important. I mean, because you'll learn these little tricks on what to do to like advance your career. And we have tools and resources at our disposal. Linda, I was speaking to you off uh, this interview, and within, what, 15 minutes, I gave you an entire strategy that you were like, holy crap, this is amazing. Like, use these following tools, correct? Absolutely, yes. So They're, it, it, they're easy to do and easy to execute right now. And that's the secret, too, is like once you've done this as much as myself or like a Linda or any of the other people out there who are amazing mentors, it's just pulling on the years of trial and error, and it makes your life so much easier. And I cannot recommend mentorship enough. It's, it's awesome. Yep. All right. Next up, I want to say that Everybody has a zillion ideas all the time. So it's not the person that has so many ideas. It's the one who executes mm -hmm. those ideas who win. I mean, just think Facebook. That wasn't his idea originally, but he's the one that took that idea and made, made something into something else. So you got to execute. Yeah, and that is a million, billion, trillion dollar, like, question slash strategy, and that's going to be different for every single person. I can give some general advice and tips that people can take, but it's going to be different for every single person. And then next up, and it took me years to learn this one. I'm, a, I'm kind of afraid to even mention this, but do what you do best. In other words, when you are looking for partners or looking for outsourcing, have them do areas that you're not good at, that these are areas that are your blind spot. Like you do what you do best, and if your thing is not accounting or whatever, that's the person that you're going to take on to do outsourcing or a partner. So, yeah. I I. I slightly disagree with this idea. I know it's very popular. I'm going to be a little bit, uh, sure. I'm going to be a little bit pushback on this because I understand where it comes from. And I think 80% of the time you do need to be focused on your strengths. Like that's, that's just part of business. Yeah. But too many people try and pass off things they aren't good at. For example, specifically like in my world, I have a lot of people who come to me and want me to work with them and want me to take over their marketing and, and growing their business, but they have not put the time and energy in themselves to learn what works and what doesn't work. And very simply, I have the conversation that says, if you're not selling and you're not marketing and I come in and I do this for you, why would I take a small portion? I'd be taking all of your business to make this worthwhile. I'd be growing your business, so I would be taking all the, the revenue. Same with like, we all watch Shark Tank, 
We've seen those deals where people don't have enough sales. They haven't marketed their business. They have a decent product. And the shark's like, cool, I'm going to take 50%. I'm going to take 70% of this deal if this is the way it's going to go. So I think everybody should, to a extent, work on their weaknesses because even though it's difficult, it's what's going to separate you from the competition because you're willing to put that extra work in. You're going to build that strength. When you go to outsource it, you're not going to be a complete dunce to the thing. Like when you go talk to your accountant, you're not handing them all these vast receipts, you know, and they have to spend hours upon hours on like going through it and costing you a ton of money. Like you've sat down and you've used programs like wave apps to reconcile your books and make sure you understand what's going on and have like an idea. Uh, you've gone in and created Facebook advertising campaigns and taking courses and you've started, you know, generating some traffic and understanding the platform to a degree, then you can outsource to the experts. So I think only focusing on your strengths leaves a massive weakness in your business. And at times you really need to focus on those weaknesses and kind of build them up. Gotcha. Makes sense. All right. If you've just joined us, you're currently listening to my guest today, Austin Giuliano. He's our guest today. You can click on uh, his links. He's got a website uh, by the same name, IG, Twitter by the same name, and also find his YouTube account and for more ideas. But yes, definitely get in touch with him with regard to uh, some or all of the topics that we talked about today. Austin, um, if you want to just summarize or put in the last word as to, um, you know, wh whatever closing thoughts that you might have, please sure. go for it. First yeah. off, if you're still listening, I want to say thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to me talk about these things. I would love to actually meet you. So find me on social media, connect with me. It makes my day actually engaging in human conversations. Um, so, yeah. Austin, A-U-S-T-I-N-I-U-L-I-A-N-O, or go into Google and search social media consultant Los Angeles. I should be one of the first ones that appear, hopefully, and I will hopefully talk to you guys soon. All righty. Okay. Thank you, Austin. Um, so to my audience, if you happen to have missed last week's show, we were talking about left-handed men. You will want to check that out. We were talking a little bit about left-handed uh, men have brains that are wired differently, and it actually is an advantage. They tend to be more more creative, that you might find them in design, music, acting, writing, and, and such. So where do you find that show? Well, right here on Blog Talk Radio, you can look at it in the, I'm sorry, you can listen to it in the archives, or you can go to uh, SoundCloud, TuneIn, iTunes, all of those platforms have all six years of my library, and you can do some binge listening and catch up if, if you're a new listener, or hopefully just type in the Men's Advocate Show, the Men's Advocate Show, and it should come up in your favorite podcasting platform. All right, let's see what else. Uh, let's talk about um, if you happen to have uh, liked our show today, let's if you want listen. me to sign your book, 
the first way is you have Amazon ship it to me. The second way is if you already have a book, send it to me, I'll sign it and ship it back, right? So all of those instructions on how and where, et cetera, just go to my website, themensadvocate.com, themensadvocate.com, scroll down to the bottom, and there's a place there that says sign my book. You can click on that, and it'll give you the instructions. Okay, and I want to give a shout-out. Okay, I want to give a shout-out to one of the sponsors of my show, Aaron Clary. He has a recent book out. It's called The Book of Numbers, The Book of Numbers, Analyzing the ROI on the Pursuit of Women. You can find it on Amazon. That's The Book of Numbers. He also has a terrific podcast, so check him out, Aaron Clary. And if you happen to have uh, liked today's show, there are many ways that you can show your love. You can listen, call, subscribe, chat, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, advertise with me, and start with my Amazon link and download my app and buy my book on Amazon. By the way, the name of the book is The Science of Mastering Women, The Science of Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. All right. uh, Thank you again, Austin, for joining our show, and we will catch everybody next time right here on the Men's Advocate Show. Bye for now, and we'll see you next week.